Hey y'all, welcome to the KKWP Podcast. I am your host, Precious, and today we have a co-host. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Haley Prater, and I am co-hosting today. (laughs) And for the next four weeks after this. Y'all, it is lit. We have a whole relationship series that we kind of want to dive into, and it's about to be a long series, but it's going to be blessed and highly favored and i honestly i don't know how long these episodes are gonna be because holy spirit when he's moving he's moving when you get to talking about it (laughs) when the holy spirit get to talking how many times did he talk to you this week after we had this discussion with the lord so the crazy thing is that (laughs) the lord was already aligning this to happen before we even came into discussion about it yeah we were receiving words and confirmations about this going to take place separately then one Mm -hmm. night we just get on the phone call and i'm like hey like you were giving me a word i was i was i had asked i had asked our life group if 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 um they could go into prayer over me for for stuff that i was going through but i didn't tell him what it was i wanted mm-hmm. holy spirit to to speak and move and boy did he because this girl and i knew it was gonna be her because holy spirit <laughs> told me it was gonna be her and i was like oh i already know so i was like just waiting and she's like hey i got a word for you <laughs> and i was like i yep there it is no but mind you this word took like days and days to marinate because i mm-hmm. couldn't understand but then when we finally get on the phone it was like everything came full swing. Like that conversation. So I, so my leader, I have a discipleship leader for, for my worship leading and everything. And she's training me up for all of that. And I had, I had kind of spoken to her about it, that I had told her, I told her that I had asked you guys mm-hmm. and I told her that it was going to be you. <laughs> I didn't know that. And I told her, I also told her, I said, this is going to be a long conversation. <laughs> So when this comes, I'll let you know. And I told her. I didn't know that. Oh, my God. I told her. I'm hot right now. I told her a couple days later. And I was like, so that conversation lasted two hours. It was long. (laughs) And it was only intended to be like 30 minutes. Literally. Tops. Maybe at most. I think we were like, we both were like, we're going to go to bed. Yeah, we'll talk real quick give me the word <clears throat> pray about it afterwards and then go on about our merry ways and go go sleep and um the lord said not today he said we we got more to talk about we did and we sure did and this is where this was birthed yeah in the in the secret place i want to mention that mm. um this was not birthed through I know I've already been doing the podcast solo, but the things that I talk to God about behind the scenes, behind the camera, behind the mic, the things that people don't see, God was already doing something in the midst through my prayers, through her prayers that we didn't even know about. So this is like a divine appointment, y'all. This is not something we just said, let's hop into this. Let's get into this. Haley, come on. Without consulting God, we didn't do that. No. We went to him first and foremost. Matter of fact, he came to us about it. That's when we were able to come together and say, hold on, I got this confirmation. You got that confirmation. And then once we got solo confirmations before we spoke, God gave us more that same night. The same night we spoke, we got off the phone and Holy Spirit was going. <laughs> it was immediate for like the next hour. hour. I was sending you stuff and I was like, precious, <laughs> precious. 
what is what is happening? The Lord, the Lord, the Lord. I said, and it, it kept happening. And I'm like, Haley, I'm going to bed because if I stay up, I know the Lord is going to keep talking and talking and talking. And even the following day, we just kept receiving confirmation. It was every day leading up to this moment. Mm-hmm. And even then, we both were like, we would get onto, let's say Instagram, for example. We'd go on Instagram and we'd probably be on for like, Probably a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. Probably no more than a minute, honestly, with how God works. No more than a minute. And something relating to this episode that he wants to talk about Literally. here comes up. And I would send it to her. And then I'd be and but what I would say with it, I would send it <laughs> in the DM and I'd be like, I'm logging off. <laughs> and I'd be like, hey, go to bed. <laughs> go to bed. Like right now. So yeah, I want y'all to know that um, this message is going to fall upon the ears that God wants it to Mm -hmm. because he ordained it for such. We didn't just come out of the blue and say, let's talk about this. We and, And we also left it open to a point where we knew that if the Holy Spirit wanted wanted to change directions he had permission to do so that we would yield according to what the Holy Spirit wanted to do. Right. Because originally... This episode was not the first episode. It wasn't. <laughs> and I'll tell you all the story. <laughs> um, I actually had to write it all down. Yeah, good. Because that's just how the Lord speaks to me. I write. And that's how it's always been. And you know what? It's crazy because I didn't notice that. I didn't, re- I, I, well, I didn't realize that for the longest time until I knew that it was a way that God speaks to you. It's, I didn't, I didn't understand that. I didn't understand the different ways in which the Lord can speak to you, let alone through you. So when I found out that writing, which is called a manual writing, which you've seen me do y'all, a lot. Y'all, we be in church, praise and worship, and God speaking to everybody. You see Haley on the altar with her eyes closed, writing. I'm like, I'm like, yo. I'm like, oh. I'm like, God, how do you go in there? Because huh? you will see Haley, she will be like, and I'll be like, she's not even looking. What's she doing? I, I'm not. My eyes are completely closed. And you're not the only one who said that to me. <laughs> I've had so many people come up to me. They're just like, what were you doing? And I'm like, talking to the Lord. <laughs> he was talking yeah. to me. And and so, like, I don't know if you've met KK. But KK, she's like, I don't, she, the way that she knows me, mm-hmm. she, like, learned who I was and everything. She's like. I would always hold my notepad. <laughs> and so I had it in my hand one day. And, or I didn't have it. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I didn't have it in my hand one day. And she saw me. She goes. <laughs> now where that book at? She goes. Where is it? <laughs> where that book at? Haley? And I said. What do you mean? She goes. Girl, you always have that notepad on you. You are always writing down something that the Lord's telling you. I said, <laughs> I said, okay, okay, yep, you got me. You couldn't have said truer words <laughs> because I always carry my notebook around. And that's why I got a mini one so that I can have. Yeah, I had to get a one for specifically to carry to work because. Yeah. I couldn't carry um this big one. When I, you know what I started doing at work? I would take the little beverage napkins or like the little like green guest checks and write down what the Lord was telling me during my work shift. Oh my gosh, me too. <laughs> I would take, I would take the prescription pads. <laughs> he be talking. 
I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. When when you're sensitive to the voice of the Holy Spirit, when you know when He's talking that talk, y'all, and He did it to me today. He will. You will grab the closest thing around you and get to writing, mm-hmm. y'all. And even in that moment, so like my the restaurant I work at right now, it's busy. It's like constantly, constantly busy, and there's always like a a, a good couple of hours from like br- like brunch time is when it's like you're going you're going and um i uh i just i don't have the time to write but when i tell you that the lord makes the time for you to write he will, he will. when he means what he i mean he, he always means what he's saying mm-hmm. but when he's like now listen right now right now you ain't got no choice you don't you better you you best get to writing because and the thing is too is if you don't yield to the holy spirit in that way if you don't obey you'll quit in writing and not only that you'll forget it yes yes and that is one of the yes. worst things <gasps> that is a mistake i've made in my life before where i'm like all right lord i'll remember i'll remember it mental note got, got it, it. Locked got it. In. and then i go to like write it when i'm able to and then I'm like, hey, me. Lord, who life you know? Where'd it go? Mine. <laughs> Everybody's. No, for real. I used to be like, oh, no, since it's God, that means I'm going to remember it. Like, there's no way I can forget that. Dear. Girl, get home. Uh, uh, what was that? What was that again, Lord? And then, I don't, and, and then I'm talking about that. If you, if you, if you, if he brings it back to you and he's like, all right. I understand what was going on, which he always does. But if if it if it's really like talk about it, talk about it, get it out. Because you didn't do it the first time when you told you to, when it comes around the second time, you're not gonna get that same revelation with it the way That's that you did true. the first time. That's true. And I wish things were different. That's true. <laughs> because that's why I'm so like I'm so cautious and aware to when it comes to my writing now where i'm like if he starts speaking i'm like hold you because it's it's a different level when it's the when he's telling it to you and when he's telling it to you he's telling you a lot it is. but he also understands that we're human jesus walked the earth and, and I you like, know i feel like it's such a big difference when you inquire of him versus when he just tells you. Mm-hmm. Like when he just tells you, it's like I didn't even ask you, but you trusted me enough to still tell me these things. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's also like so important. It is. No, it really is. Yeah, I know okay. y'all over the place, but I'm so sorry. <laughs> but this is how we are. This is how we are in real life. This is, this is we we were discussing beforehand. We were. We were sitting here, and before we went into prayer, before we started recording and everything, we were like, we don't know what's going to happen here. And we planned things. We planned things out. But we, we, don't, we don't know what the Lord's going to do. Wait, hey. and, and even the things that we may have planned, he could be like, Switch we're going to redirect it a little bit. And so the topic is love, love. So we're going to dive into that. But again, y'all, we... We're not playing when it comes like that. Mm-hmm. If the Holy Spirit says change directions, we will do so. <laughs> yeah. So is it is it cool if I give the background of yeah. how this, because this was not originally the first episode. Okay. Originally, we had a different episode planned. 
And with that, we were discussing and wait, that way you can cut it up. I'm not. <laughs> I'll cut it. <laughs> this isn't just your house. You're right. God is, God is good. <laughs> okay, so. Okay. Is it cool if I give the the background of this episode out here? Yes, ma'am. So, <laughs> yes, ma'am. So, alright. So, this was. We had our young adult Tuesday. So <clears throat> we had discussed it, right? We, she came to me. It was our friend's giving at young adults. Mm-hmm. And she pulled me aside and we were like, all right. So we both heard from the Lord. We got confirmation. That was like the last the three days prior to that. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> we're sitting here. We made a whole plan. We made a plan. Where's your one page? She wrote it down. She I wrote, wrote it down the down. plan, y'all. Like she originally, she written the original plan down, right? And we were discussing it, right? And <laughs> no, I gotta show y'all because, like, we re, re, I wrote it all down, y'all. Like, not even playing, like episode, episode, every episode. So she wrote it all down. She sends it to me, and I'm like, yeah, great, good. I'm so excited. That's what we're it doing is. This. The Lord is the Lord's moving, which He is, and He still was. Amen. That's the thing. He still was. We thought, we thought that was not that it was it, but that right. that lineup. We felt peace within our spirit. On we it. did, but when the Lord convicts you, you show him, and <laughs> he will, and he comes to you, and he's because he doesn't condemn, but he convicts. Yeah, he there's will. a difference between that. We'll have to talk about that in a different episode, Ooh. but. <clears throat> He convicted. He convicted me. So we had our young adult night. We were doing um, our friendsgiving. We discussed it. We wrote the plans down. We were chit chatting through text later that night because mm-hmm. she, she had sent me the pictures of it. <clears throat> was it the next day? What's today? Today's Friday. So yes, it the was Wednesday day. because this this wasn't long that we marinated on this one. Right, and that's the thing. That's another thing. I keep saying that's a thing, but this is another thing. <laughs> that's just how the Lord works. Um, when there's something that he brings to you and he's like, no, I need you to speak on this. Sometimes you don't have a lot of time to like. Ponder on it. Pon- yeah, to marinate that, to sit on it and be like, to- not that. You should always go to the Lord anyway. So when you go to the Lord about it, the thing is when it's something where it's like, we already had a deadline. We had a date set to do this recording today. <clears throat> but the Lord. But God. But God. But God spoke to me Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I <laughs> I was taking a shower because that's my, that's my time with the Lord where I can like, there's no distractions. My niece isn't running around. I don't have to hear. I can't hear her, mm-hmm. you know, or my family out, you know the house so that's my time where i can just really like focus on what i'm saying to god and what god's saying to me so um i'm in there and uh he starts talking to me and he goes i had to write it down i'm i'm gonna kind of read word for word what it was because i kind of spoke it the way that he did so he said Haley, 
the Lord will call you by your name. He knows and when your he, name. And he does. And when he calls you by your name, you better listen. Oh, yes. Your ears better you, you, your ears better be open. What? <laughs> <laughs> they better be open to listen, hear, and receive because he, he's about to tell you something. So he said, Haley, you need to talk about love. That was it. And I said, hmm. Okay, Lord. <laughs> so I know what you said to Lord. I said, hmm. Okay, Lord. What does that mean? You need, you need, you can ask God questions. That is true. God never said you couldn't ask him questions. So I asked him, I said, okay, I hear what you're saying. I acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. First. Second, I need your help in understanding what it is that you're telling me with this. So I said, what do you mean, Lord? And then he says, my love my and like the way that i saw it was like the word my in big capital letters like coming at me like big where he was like my love my love and then he continued to say my children because this wasn't just about me i want you to i want i want to make sure everybody knows that too mm -hmm. when he tells you something sometimes it's just about you yeah but there's a lot of times where it's also not just about you or it relates to what you're going through or the situation or whatever it is. But there's somebody who's going through it a little tougher in that. Mm -hmm. And you are going to be that if that person's answered prayer. That's true. That's so, seeking the Lord. That's why um, the, God doesn't want us to be selfish with our gifts. You know, he doesn't want us mm -hmm. to be selfish with speaking and talking about him because what mm -hmm. we're saying could relate directly to someone who may need to hear what we have to say. Yeah. Yeah. So he said, my love. And then he said, my children need to know what my love is. His love. And in that moment, I was still confused. Right. Because mm -hmm. he still wasn't like. Revealing <laughs> a whole lot to me, uh -huh. but he also revealed a lot with what that little bit he did give me. Right, where I where after that, as as confused as I was, I was like, okay, um, yeah, your love is different. Like you, you're God. And that was all that I could really say because that's the truth. Like he's God. Like his love is <laughs> infinitely. <laughs> don't even get the words for it I, i'm trying to think of them and i'm like i can't, I can't come up you with any words like, <laughs> every time every time because it's not really like an open word document you ain't like, nothing how can i even describe the love of god like once you felt it i know how do you put it into words I know. and i guess that's what we're gonna try to do today is actually try i believe that the lord did Give us some practical ways. Mm -hmm. At least I hope so. <laughs> I, I would hope that he would prepare us with the two days that we had to do it when we thought we had a whole week right. for the one episode right. for it to then be this last minute. But that's how God works. Suddenly. suddenly. How many times is it said in the Bible? I'm going to have to look that up. A lot suddenly. of times. But it's a lot. Suddenly, God did this. Suddenly, suddenly. Jesus did this. Suddenly, Flames of fiery tongues. Oh, I'm gonna start going. Girl, okay, let me, I keep already know. <laughs> let me just let me just keep going. Um, so like I said, I was still a little confused by this, and then he asked me, 
Mm-hmm. He asked me a profound question. And I didn't talk about all this yet with you. It's I'm okay, going to no, for you. Okay. So he asked Good. me a profound question. And he said, Haley. My name. He said, Haley. Again? And yeah. The Again. amount of times that he called me by name by this, I was like, yes, Father. It's like, you got to pay attention yes, when he Lord. calls you by your name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he said, Haley. <clears throat> and this is where the conviction comes in. He said, you have a whole series lined up full of topics. Yeah. Let me finish. You have a whole series lined up full of topics. How can you speak on relationships in all forms without first speaking about my love? When I tell you, I almost started crying. (laughs) Not in a bad way. Yeah, but... But it was the crying of, like, one, realizing and recognizing that he indeed was speaking to me. The way that I felt... The way that I felt him in that moment. And that's another thing about his love. Like, the fact that he can call you by your name. Mm -hmm. Like, I love that. You know me by my name. This big, powerful, almighty God. And you can call me by my name. Not only that. But he has a name for us up there. That he is not does. our earthly name. He, oh, he does. We're going to talk about that. Yeah, that's a different earthly. Because I think he, he, he kind of told me mine. He gave me mine. That night we went to... Uh, I remember. I, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So I I went, that's a whole different topic. We'll have to talk but about it. He has he, another name for you outside of your earthly name. He does. If you want to know what that name is, all you have to do is ask him, and he will reveal mm. it to you. Yeah, that's a, oh. Mm. And I just seen, I just seen that in my. I was flipping through my pages last night in mid prayer, and I seen the name he he called, he gave me, and I read it. And I'm just like God, like what's you confirming name? it again? <laughs> like you're calling me by my name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let me continue before. We no, no, no. <laughs> so, so what I ended up writing was that when he spoke this to me, that I did realize that very thing that I felt was missing, and I knew that there was something missing with what we had talked about, mm-hmm. but I didn't know what it was, and so I was like, the enemy tried to tried to mess with me and make me think that this was not the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. That this was not the time. This was not, this was not it. That the Lord was not telling me to do this or you to do this. That's why he tried to disguise it as. But really what it was is as I was seeking the Lord, as you're supposed to, he revealed to me that that is what was missing in this. Okay. Was his love. Not that his love isn't there with us. Right. Or that we don't feel it. But, but we ha- we've made plans on topics without completely. I don't know if you did. I can't speak for you, but I don't think that I actually prayed and said, "Lord, we're gonna do four episodes, four or five episodes." Mm-hmm. How do you want that to look? I don't think I asked him that. I think that we just got the umbrella. And then we kind of right. did according to the umbrella that he gave us. Instead right. of saying, how do you want everything to look under this umbrella? You know what I just, what he just hit me with? What? 
all the topics that we got for episodes are all covering love. Hmm. So what if this is about love and not relationships? I'm sorry, yeah, I know. But, like, but, but, uh, but listen, listen. Th- no, they need to see this because this when is Holy how, Spirit speaks, this, see, is, this how is what happens. This is, and this is like not set up. Like we didn't pretend right. this. This is literally how our relationship looks in real life. Like the Holy Spirit would just speak and be present amongst us. Like we don't have to mm-hmm. fake nothing. Like yeah. the revelation just comes. And this is even like this with our whole entire friend group. Like mm-hmm. just. Yeah. The way the Holy Spirit flows. It, and he does. And he does. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I realized was missing. And I and I, of course I was like, Oh God, you're right. He always is. But I just had to say <laughs> <laughs> And I was just like, Wow, like no, like duh, like that makes sense. Like the, the, now I get it. And when I when that realization hit me, my spirit felt different in a good way where i was like uh, more at peace with it not that i wasn't at peace because i was at peace with it but, like but there was a, a missing puzzle piece yes there was a completion of it thank you that is what i was looking for <laughs> so then he <laughs> he downloaded to me scripture mm-hmm. as he does because he usually will give you scripture to back up what it is that he's saying right and now that I'm thinking about it, because it's now hitting me <laughs> <laughs> on the spot, revelation on the spot, <laughs> is I didn't know that this is where I was going to go with it. But when I was praying before, before this, I had said a specific prayer where I was talking about him sending Jesus to die for us, Calvary. And then... He brought me into 1 John chapter 4. Let's flip to that, actually. 18 through 19. I have it here. You said chapter 4, 18 through 19. Uh Uh-huh. So, I didn't know at first that it was 1 John chapter 4. Let me make that clear. What I knew is that he spoke to me, specifically giving me the verse without giving me, because he wants you to go seek. Yeah, and find. He does. He does. So he'll give you a little bit, but he he wants to know that you are gonna are trying to connect to, to him and keep that relationship with him just as much as he is with you. That's true. So then, <laughs> <laughs> what kept ringing in my head, um, was uh chapter okay. So First John chapter four verse eighteen through nineteen, and what kept hitting me was. And when I mean it kept hitting me, I mean it was ringing in my head. And it would not go away mm-hmm. until I figured out what where it was. And, and I was just like, it just kept replaying over and over and over. I'm like, I know, I know this is a verse in the Bible. I know it. But where is it? <laughs> so I go to it. And I, and I, my handy dandy Bible app <laughs> helped me out. And so, you know, you can go to the search and you can search like the specific words in which you're looking for and it will pull up different scriptures. Right. So that's where I found it. First John chapter 4, 18 through 19. Um, and um, the thing that was popping out to me was perfect love casts out fear. So let me read the actual verse for you. 
<clears throat> and I thought that this is what it was about until now, which is crazy because right. this is not what I thought it. This is not where I thought this was yeah. going. <laughs> But it's okay. changing on me. It's okay. And so verse 18, it reads, there is no fear. Oh, I'm sorry. I should tell you what, what version I'm reading from. So y'all, ain't, y'all aren't confused. I'm reading from the Christian Standard Bible. Which one are you reading from? Because it may appear different. NLT. NLT. That's a good one. Um, okay. So there is no fear in love. Instead, perfect love drives out fear. Because fear involves punishment. So the, oh, I'm going to keep going. So the one who fears is not complete in love. Verse 19. We love because he first loved us. So that's where I started, right? And I was like, okay, perfect love casts out fear. Perfect love casts out fear. And I just, I just kept going. Mm-hmm. And then I figured out where it was. And he kept highlighting the word casts out to me. And there's a lot of meanings for cast, right? Right. Like in cast a net for fishing. Fishers on men. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay. You see my girl know her Bible. (laughs) She said what she said. You know, like Peter and Andrew. Okay. They were, you know, that's where the Lord found them. And then with Zebedee, John, and James. Moving on. <laughs> so he kept highlighting cast out to me. And so I meditated on that single word because cast was what really was driving me into that cast, cast. And so I meditated on it. And God. We love God. Amen. God answered my question before I asked him. Because he knows your thoughts. He does. Man, I'm just pulling out Bible on the other day. Y'all, straight Bible. Straight Bible. (laughs) Straight Bible. So. (laughs) Don't I always be doing that? I always got a a Bible. You know what? I think I learned it from a grandpa. It's okay. We're getting out of here. Um, so he answered my question before I asked him what it was. And so I'm going to read to you what it was that he said to me. And then maybe you'll kind of figure out what my question was. Okay. But if not, I'll obviously discuss it with you. So I'm going to read my Bible because I'm going to have to put pages here because the Lord gave me pages of information for y'all. Um, so what I wrote was, this is what the Lord had told me. He said, my children are in fear of love and this hit me hard because of what i'm going through in my life yeah let me put it she said my children are in fear of love because they don't understand my love for them completely daughter you call me a daughter you are I am. Oh, I'm a, I'm a daughter of the Most High. But it hit me in a different way when he called me daughter in this. Mm-hmm. Because he, was, he wasn't he was only downloading to me stuff that his people needed to hear. But to you at the same time. But of what I was literally going through in that moment. Like, literally, I was going through this. And God will do that. 
He will speak to you in the midst of your storms. He sure will. In your seasons, no matter what's going on, he will speak to you. Amen. And he will help you walk through it because he is the strength he is. that you need. I'm going to keep going. No, you good. You good. I'm going to keep. <laughs> when, you, when you fall so in love with God, you can't not talk about him. You can't. You can't, you can't not talk about his goodness. You can't. So when people are like, oh, you talk about Jesus, you talk about Jesus. I don't care what you got to say because my Lord. The way that he has saved me. The way that the he way that pulled me out of my pit. <laughs> Don't tell you to say that. I know you are. <laughs> I was literally, I was, you literally, I was saying the words and you totally. <laughs> literally, the way that he has pulled me out of that darkness. Instead of me clawing out of that pit, which I do have to do still, you still got to. Go Gotta out of some it, effort. but he's going at it with you. He is. He is right there next to you. He is carrying your cross with you. He is. So the way that he done that, I don't care what any of y'all got to say. I'm going to just make that clear right now. No, I'm going to talk true. about my God. I will talk about my God. Most of my conversations, if it's really not about God, not to be mean, like I have to limit what I hear because... I, I serve the my death is in the power of, of the, the tongue. tongue. I serve my master and and based on what's coming out of my mouth okay. is gonna give me life or death. Yeah. Every decision I make, everything I think about, everything I do is gonna either give me life or give me death. So if I'm having mm-hmm. conversations that's not biblically based or yeah. centered around Jesus, what is it gonna do for me? Mm-hmm. Word curses are a real thing, y'all. It literally is, and not Word saying that there aren't thing. not oh, even not saying that there aren't conversations that you can't have outside of Jesus, right? But it's just like you gotta realize what are you promoting through your speech? What are you allowing? Because when you're allowing things that are being spoken like that, you not only are not standing up for the the good, mm-hmm. you know. But you also are allowing evil spirits attached to you. That's true. You're allowing demons to, you're giving them a foothold. You're giving the enemy. You're giving him access. That that door. You're giving him access. The foot in the door. Like you're literally, yeah. So, again, and even if it's not through a door, he gonna crawl through the window. He gonna try any he effort. He will try every through any conversation. Nook and cranny. Literally, he will. Because that's what the do. That's what he does. The the enemy is an. It, I think it. I think it says this in the Bible. If not, it's still the truth. He is an evil, conniving, manipulative, backstabbing, deceitful, scheme artist. <laughs> you said put your heart. And he, I'm not gonna sit here and lie. He's good at it. That's what his. Because he is, studies us. He makes that his life goal because he don't want us to be with the father who, he who's going to give us eternal life because he knows he can't get it because he got himself cast. I, the way somebody, that, oh, somebody who got cast out of heaven trying to tell me what to do. Exactly. <laughs> That's literally what I tell him. I, when he tries to come at me, I'm like, I'm sorry. It sounds like somebody who got themselves kicked out of heaven trying to talk to me. <laughs> I don't hear you. Sorry. Go uh, cry in your corner down in hell because you, you can't be talking to me. Sorry. Not the one who got on God's bad side and got kicked out of heaven trying to come for me. Not the one who shot down from heaven like a lightning bolt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not that one trying to come and tell me what to do. Not the one who's going to 
die in a fiery lake of hell and burn for all eternity mm. trying to tell me what's mm. gonna happen when I'm up with my heavenly father. Not the one who can't experience Prancing and love. dancing and drinking water and, and, and running like a baby gazelle. I know that's right. <laughs> no, y'all, for real, but it is important to be mindful of the conversations you're allowing yourself to be a part of and the conversations that you are hearing. And just because you're not in the conversation, where you are signifies your agreement. So if you're in a group of people who's talking mm-hmm. about other people, who's speaking malice on other people, who's doing things that are contrary to the gospel, because you are there mm-hmm. and you did Actions included. Act, yeah, and because you are there, that signifies your agreement to what they're saying and what they're doing. You have to be mindful of the people you hang around. Yeah. And not only that, but God will call you to be a light in the darkness. So if you are in a dark place and you know you're in a dark place, that should show you, if you're really like following and walking with God, that should show you that he's trying to help you. That's true. That's true. And so like, be that I'll give an example. Yeah. I was working at a clinic, um, being ultrasound Mm -hmm. and, um, it was not. You already know about it. Yeah. It, was not, it was not following God. But I knew because of the Lord and mm-hmm. how he made everything align with all of it, that he was sending me there for a reason. Yeah. And he sure did. I may have only been there for half a year, but the way that God moved through me in that place, the way those patients just felt God's love, because I allowed yeah. him to oh, use me. Oh, Haley, you better talk that talk. Because I allowed him to use me. And and because you know the love of God. So you're able to love yeah. others as you love yourself because you know the creator of yeah. love. You know yeah. our father's love. Like, you know his love personally. Mm-hmm. So when you know his love personally, you're able to exhibit that onto other people. Mm-hmm. And it may be hard. That's true. It may be hard. And I will tell you that there were days where I was there and I would cry in my ultrasound. I had two different rooms. I was bougie like that. There. <laughs> I had two separate rooms. I had my office where I would like sit with patients and talk with them and, and, and go through different options of things and stuff like that. I saw them more than the doctor, honestly. Um, and then the room where I would perform their ultrasounds. Um, and when I tell you, you know, I, I may have to talk about this on another episode, so sit like fully in depth about it. But when I tell you that, um, your testimony, yeah, come in soon, y'all. <laughs> if the if the spirit leads, the spirit leads. <laughs> but when I tell you that, I would go into that my ultrasound room, and it's a small room. I got my table, my bed, my ultrasound stuff, you know. <clears throat> when I would go into that room, I'd shut the door, and I would lock it. And I would cry. Oh, I would cry. And it was because... It was because there were things that were happening. Things that I want in my life. Mm-hmm. That people were electively going against God's will on. And that hurt me because i was thinking of what god was doing in that mm-hmm. i and I, and there are i get it there are rough situations and stuff like that and i understand you know but 
the things that God was doing, I, it's like I could, because God moved in me so much, people knew I was a devout Christian, mm-hmm. that I, I was church worship, because uh, I'm, you know, worship leading and stuff. Like, they knew, and it was known. I made it known. So I would, I would, sit, it, I would sit in, my, in that room, and I would cry, and I'd give myself, like, a minute or two. To just kind of process with God. Because in that moment, those moments as well, I was crying over things that I had lost. That I really wanted. Mm-hmm. And I, it, wasn't, it wasn't time. And that's okay. But the desires of your heart when like you... you it's a testimony we could talk about it later <laughs> but it just anyway so i would i remember just going in that room and crying and it's hard it is hard the lord never said it was gonna be easy he didn't what he said he said it would be simple but it's not gonna be easy and i think that's a huge misconception in the christian community that it's mm-hmm. supposed to be easy because we chose jesus no it, it actually makes it harder for you he it tells does. us in the bible and I believe it's Philippians chapter one. It says, take joy in the mm-hmm. suffering. Like we have to, when we chose Christ, we also have to choose his suffering. So yeah. don't oh. think that, don't think that you going to walk this walk and it's going to be easy with no suffering. Like it's to a point it hurts so more. bad. You're going to suffer more because you're chosen. You're going to suffer more because you chose Jesus. And you're going to suffer more too, because when you've turned your life forever, however long you were living worldly and in Satan's domain, however long you were living the way of him. Mm-hmm. Because And I've seen with a lot of people who have been living worldly for so long that they, it gets so accustomed to them that they don't, the one, they don't realize it's the enemy, right? Some Mm -hmm. people just don't know. And that's why we are supposed to be spreading them. But also I've noticed that when you're so close, when you're so close with the enemy like that, he stops messing with you because yeah. he doesn't got to tell you what to do. You do it on your own. It's automatic for you. That, and that's a, to me, that's a scary, that's place, a scary to place to be. Stop. I'm, we literally said the same thing. I'm just, it is. It's, and it is. It is the scariest place. Like for me, to, I don't even want to imagine it, but I kind of have to like imagine these things for the sake of this. When I try to imagine that, like being in a place that's so, so far removed from God that the enemy doesn't even have to mess with me. He doesn't have to send demons my way to come he attack did. me in different ways with lust, perversion, nothing. financial issues. There are some people's life is so perfect to a point that they think that, oh, God blessed me with this. And it's like, you better talk. No, the devil can bless you with worldly things. Remember, he has a kingdom as well. He can mm-hmm. bless you with these worldly things. And you think just because you not get an attack that, oh, God favored me. Oh, God has his hand on me. And the truth is the enemy, you're so comfortable with where you are with the enemy that he don't even got to bother you no more. Why attack somebody who already where the enemy wants them to be? 
say that because it's the truth it and it's sad because that is a big misconception in the church as well it is hey and talk about it it's a bit we're we are going off the rails today <laughs> okay, i'm however it is a wants big misconception in the church there are i was watching um the sermon the preacher talk and he was talking about this a little bit he was like there's people in the church who they think that it's god has blessed them and he and he does, he does. the lord will bless you but it's when you put the blessing as an idol above god oh and you're not submitting it to him but you're putting it above him Glory be to God. That is where that cycle comes in. Comes into play. You know what's absolutely like barnacles is. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, my head went straight to SpongeBob. (laughs) Hey, it is barnacles. Last night. Uh huh. Stop. Um, If you say what I think you're going to say, because I I got something. He was talking about idols idols on his altar they have people have removed god from their altar from his altar and placed idols on that altar and they expect god to still take residence in a place where there is idols god cannot remain he's so sovereign he's so pure he's so holy he can't be in the presence of darkness so when you choose these idols and you exalt them above god so one of the god if y'all need help with understanding what it is that she's saying on that, because the Lord was bringing this back to me, because mm-hmm. I had just read it not long ago, because I'm trying to read the whole Bible like completely. Like during... I- I'm about to start numbers right now. Don't come at me, y'all. <laughs> I- I'm trying, okay? And the Lord sees it. He knows my heart. Be good. I've read a lot of other places, obviously. Um, but if you need help with understanding what it is that she's talking about with like the whole idol situation, Look at um, Exodus and Leviticus. Ezekiel too. Okay, yeah, there. Um, With Exodus and Leviticus, it talks about the idols. And it also, um, you know what's crazy? Because the Lord gave me a word on it. Go. Talking about Pharaoh. Okay. And Moses, and we know what has been prophesied over me about being like Moses and stuff. But that's a whole other word, and we can get into that. That 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 actually, this word is what I wanted to talk to you about on your podcast. Uh, oh my gosh! Okay, Holy Spirit, this is what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. So, um, and it and it shows God's love. Every. I just wrote this down as I was waiting for you to get ready. Mm-hmm. Write it. The greatest love letter is the Bible. And then there's other stuff I wrote with it, but it won't make sense if I don't do that whole thing. But I'll just leave it at there for right now. The greatest love letter is the Bible. It really is. If you want to know what God's love is, if you want to feel God's love, not only do you have to go to him and surrender and submit, 
and fall under his authority and everything but you have to read his word you do um and the bible even declares that every chapter sorry the bible even declares in first corinthians 13 i know that's the whole famous verse when it comes to love but it's absolutely true True. and go ahead no i'm sorry i'll probably just cut you off no 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 any if you want to know if the relationships that you have with people go Haley. <laughs> if you want to know the relationships that you have with people whether it be family members or like uh dating mm-hmm. spouse related which is where we're leading this whole series, series into issue, <laughs> or trying to at least <laughs> if you put that person's name in place of love of um first corinthians 13 mm-hmm. verse 4 starts at right because it depends on the version you got yeah. verse 4 through uh, let me take a look isn't it like 13 i believe 4 through 13 or i guess like the main point of it first corinthians 13 4 through 7 it goes more no 4 through 13, but for that part where you want to... Okay, so I was right. Okay, Okay, so I was right of, like, the whole thing. But, yes, if you want to know what, um... If the relationship that you have is biblical... Fruitful. Fruitful. Holy Spirit-led. Keep going. God-centered. Following Jesus Christ. Submitting to the will of God. Firm foundation. Placed on the God's chief cornerstone. Hey, you talk about it, Haley. No, for real. People need to do this. If you, yeah. If you want to know, so, put some, that person's name in, in place of love, and you will find out real quick. The Lord will tell you. He will. Like just at, with that, just with His word, just with that. And and people think that they can get to know God and to understand His love without reading His word. God sounds like His word. Talk about it. How can you train yourself to know the voice of God if you have not taken the time to mm. read the voice of God? Ooh, come on. Come on. Like if I if I if we're in the middle of a public place and I say if I yell Haley, Haley would know that it's me calling her cuz she knows my voice. We've taken the time to study each other, taken the time to know my voice. That's what you have to do with God. You have to take the time to read his word, to know his voice. Once you know his voice, you begin to love him because you understand his character. Sorry, read it. (laughs) But I tell you. What? (laughs) I wrote this down before we started. Remember, I was writing. Uh The Lord was telling me, you know, to write. Read (laughs) it. Read it. But his sheep know his voice. But the, 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 the actual verse, Bible verse in it is, my sheep know my voice. No, that's crazy that you said that because he, I didn't think to put it in those words until he gave it to me. Wow. And then here you are just um, saying it, confirming. It. You know what that is, though? That's confirming for me that what I wrote, because I told you before I was like, I feel like this is gonna be a hot topic. Mm-hmm. I feel like it. it, it I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. Just a confirmation. And you, there's two different things in two different areas that you have said 
that you literally pulled out like you read this and you haven't read anything. I, had, I haven't read that yeah she was just writing that as i was setting everything up so i don't even know but that's how our friendship you were has in your been. room though that's how our friendship has been though like mm-hmm. they'll ask god about something they'll write something and or me vice versa and we'll just sit there confirming confir- god will use us to confirm to each other what he's spoken to us individually mm-hmm some people god knows his children he does so there may be some people who need a couple confirmations before we're like all right yes that was you lord and that's okay because one he knows us you know he made us he 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 made us and it's not like it's being done in a in a way of like doubt it's Mm -hmm. in a way of making sure there's a difference it's a heart posture there's a difference of like doubting that God was speaking to you that he said this or, or the other flip side of it, the head side of it, not the tail. Uh-huh. I'll be pulling out Bible still. Stop. <laughs> um, is Confirm. knowing that God spoke to you, mm-hmm. but you're asking for confirmation because you don't want to miss step that in the will that he has for you. You don't want to find yourself outside of the will of God because you mm-hmm. assumed that you already knew what the Lord was saying to you. So sometimes I think confirmation is necessary. Oh, yeah. Because there's nothing to for God to show it to you and reveal it to you, you know? If yeah. you seek, you will find. Like you can ask God for confirmation. Ask and Yeah. You seek can and ask you shall find, knock and the door will be open. Exactly. You don't have to be afraid to ask God for confirmation because you're unsure. That's you having the humbleness to understand that in your own flesh in your own strength that you don't know everything that god knows so you want to ask him god is what i'm doing right is this what you said to me there's nothing wrong with that preach it <laughs> yeah i know preach y'all know the place but it's okay <laughs> um, um i just kind of want to make this statement y'all about god's love um, again, I know that we kind of got all over the place, but I just want to... It's where it needed to go, though. It's where it needed to go. <laughs> um, I just want to tell a little bit of background about what God's love did for me. Before I knew of God, like I knew of God, he's this great, high, powerful being. I understand he's all-knowledgeable, all-powerful, all-present. But I knew of God, but I never stopped to take the time to understand his love for me. His love. Not the word that the not the love that the world gives. Not the word not the love that you get from your family. Not the love that you get from your friends. His love. And that sets the tone for every single every single thing else in your life. And it was not the blessings, it wasn't the miracles that brought me out of darkness. It was God's love that pulled me out of darkness. Ooh. It was God's love that caused me to come into full repentance because I love you because you first loved me. And once I understood what God's love was to me, I was able to operate in that kind of love. Now, I can't say certain stuff no more. I love myself too much to let me defile myself. And it's the things that come out of a man that defile him. So out of the heart flows the rivers of life. Mm-hmm. So if I'm saying these profane things, these negative things, that means one, I don't love myself because I don't understand the creator of love. And now I'm allowing this to flow out of me. But when you understand love and you love yourself, you're able to operate in love and you 
you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know. Keep going. You're 100% right. 100% right. And you had said something where I, you had, um, what was it? Just said. Because you said that you can't say certain things because you don't, because you love yourself. You love God and yourself too much to like tarnish that relationship. Yes. Not only does your, does your spirit, but the Lord will physically not allow you to say things. That's good. That's true. He will, he will shut your mouth like it ain't no way. And then, like, he got super glue and he nailed his shit. Like, he took your lips and he stapled it together. When you really allow his Holy Spirit to, to fully dwell inside you and shift atmospheres and to just where you completely totally have submitted under him your his spirit overpowers but everything i what that i love that you said that and i think that's also important to know and i don't think i've ever thought of this before or it never dawned on me until just now yeah until this whole episode (laughs) we both are in order to fully understand and accept and comprehend and know god's love you have to be willing to fully submit to him first i didn't know what god's love truly was until i fully surrendered to him when i didn't submit to god when i didn't surrender to him i didn't understand the the depth of love the agape kind of love that he had for me I'm going to pull up what I was was talking to you about earlier. Go ahead. (laughs) But no, y'all, once you fully submit and let the Holy Spirit move in your life, you will come to understand what God's love truly is. What? (laughs) I'm just, I love God. I do too. The the way that he just... (laughs) It blows my mind every time, and I love it. Um, so initially, when I told you I was going to go seek the Lord about love, mm-hmm. I and I and um, after he told me, we got to finish that story. After he told me that I needed to, we needed to switch it. Right. It was what day did I? The 29th. So the next day, he was speaking to me again. Uh-huh. Now, a while back, I have another notebook. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. I have another, <laughs> hey. I have another notebook. Yeah. And I was praying super hard about my relationship, like stuff I was going through, you know, with, with, with people and stuff. And so I was like, oh, like ah, you know, and yeah. then the Lord had me sit down and he, and he had me write relationship questions. He downloaded all of these relationships to me, and I told you that. Are you trying to get into them? I'm going to get into one because it just relates one. to what you just said. Okay. It's the last question. The last. Okay. Now, here's the thing. I wrote, I wrote 30 questions, but in all of these questions, they have like two to three follow-ups. So really, I, I almost wrote like 100. <laughs> but this is question number 30. 
this was the next day after he had already like initially spoke to me on all of this and after i had already confirmed and spoke with you and right and it says refer to question number 30 and i meant to bring the notebook so i had it for y'all but i did it so i had to call my sister as i was waiting because i knew i was gonna need it and i needed a picture of it so <laughs> the question is now work with me on the phrasing here he had me word it this way for a reason okay is the lord god your first priority in your lives and i wrote lives because it was relationship questions but really it applies to both i wrote a whole answer on here and everything i didn't plan on doing that but the lord had me write an answer for it but here's what i ended up writing stop <laughs> that the lord wanted me to write to talk about with within our conversation today okay if the answer is yes then there is a submission that needs to happen. Holy Spirit, how do you just move like that? Are you willing to submit all things to the Lord? Hmm. If he tells you to give up something, can you do it? Will you do it? Two different things. Sure. Yeah, you could say you can, but are you going to? Are you going to? The Lord spoke to me. And I wrote it down for y'all, just just for, you know, receipts and stuff. The Lord said to me, in the act of submitting to me, they then begin to allow themselves. And here's where it tied in with everything. Else. <laughs> I just get so excited with God. <laughs> the Lord said to me, in the act of submitting to me, they then begin to allow themselves to be open, honest, transparent and vulnerable with me to then receive my love that's a good one that i want that's good to pour out into them that's good and then he, he continued and he said i want and this is a a relation to um a, um, a chapter in psalms mm -hmm. he said i want their cup to overflow with me and my love. That's good. That was it. And so, and then he had me keep writing. And he, and he was like, think of some things you may need to submit to the Lord. So I would encourage you guys to sit and think of some things that you may need to, you may need to submit to him. But, um, and before so, we go on, I just, before we leave that, I want to, I want her to reiterate the importance of one. Being open to receiving God's mm -hmm. love. And two, you said, um, let's talk about it. <laughs> I want, uh -huh. meaning God wants. Yeah. Right. So let's talk about that right Okay. Now because so, let's not let this go over the people's head because that needs to be addressed. I, I hear you. I hear you. So um, let's start with the um, receive the receiving mm -hmm. so i'm gonna kind of jump back this is so perfect the way that the lord is doing this oh my gosh mind y'all this is not pre-planned we studied separately on our own times and that's how the lord be moving y'all okay so i'm gonna I'm jump back to what he i'm gonna restart it so like i said i had asked the lord i was focusing on the one word cast right mm -hmm. God answered my question before I even asked him. And so I'll reread it to you again, because the next part that I didn't get to read to you yet, 
and we were just talking about it a little further back. So he says, my children are in fear of love because they don't understand my love for them completely. Daughter, much like the way demons get casted away is the same principle for the demonic spirit of fear. My children, all of us, <laughs> all of us, are afraid to love completely. If at all, because they won't allow themselves to experience that from me. Okay, hold on, let me stop you right there. I wrote, stop, stop, you stop. <laughs> I wrote, love completes. And then I went in to define what complete means. As an adjective, it means having the necessary or appropriate parts. Entire full having run its full course finished to the greatest extent or degree total and as a verb finish making or doing made whole or perfect we are made perfect in the love of god so just that word complete we are complete when we are able to receive the love of god oh my you better it literally says you better talk even in first corinthians well hold on that's crazy though i want to make this point real quick we separately sought the lord on this and the word completely i i just kept writing i couldn't think of another word Mm -hmm. that's all i gotta say i don't even have words for it keep going in first corinthians i'm gonna let first corinthians it starts off by saying it First Corinthians 13, verse 8, it mentions partial, it mentions incomplete. Then it goes on to say, um, all that I know now is partial and incomplete. But then I will know everything completely, just as God knows me completely. Once we receive, before we receive the love of God, everything we know is impartial, incomplete. It is the love of God that brings everything into full, a full swing, making it all complete because of the love. Without God's love, we are incomplete. The, the, the way he designed us, the way he created us, love is the key ingredient. So if you are lacking the love of God, you are moving in incompleteness. Should I continue after that? Stop it. Should I let that marinate? Because that, no, because. That... <laughs> All right, I'm going to keep reading. Yeah, go. Y'all are going to be mind blown. <laughs> so, if at all, because they won't allow themselves to experience that. They need to realize that they can't be afraid of the what ifs. It's all right. We all go through it. Don't be afraid of it. The Lord said it. (laughs) They cannot be afraid of the appearance of fear or expect it to not show up with their loved ones. Fear will always try to make an appearance. But my perfect love casts out that fear. Who can truly understand? Hmm. 
Who can truly understand that to walk in that life if they don't allow themselves to receive me in that way? Wow. You have to be willing to receive God's love. He wants to give it to you. This is not something that you could just pick up on the side of the road. He wants to pour it into you. But in order for him to pour it into you, you have to be open mm -hmm. to receiving his love. Some of us as Christians, we or as people in general, we try to come to God with a hardened heart. How is he going to? He can if, he, if it's his desire, mm -hmm. but he wants you to come to him with a soft heart. He said he will give you a heart made of flesh. Mm -hmm. And when he does so, you will be open to receiving. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to keep reading. Because he, he spoke a lot with this keep one. Because it's, it's hidden on everything that needs to be addressed. He said, I want. I want. My beloved children, he calls us his beloved, if y'all didn't know that. My beloved children, to experience and feel my love for them so badly. I am love. I'm not done, but I want to sit on that one. I am love. A three-letter sentence that is so powerful that changes everything yeah i had to sit with that i am love god is, is love. love his physical being is love this is not just a title that we give him this is not just a name that we give him his physical being is love mm-hmm and when you understand that the names that God has is his physical being and not just a banner or a title, yep. you will begin to, I can't, what? I'm okay. not done. I'm not done. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. How could one give a perfect love if they don't understand it, nor have witnessed and lived it with me showing them let's start right there yeah i want to stop right there yes the fact that Do i need to reread it one more time yeah, yeah let's reread yeah. it and, and, and a little bit louder for people in the back <laughs> <clears throat> i am love i'm gonna read that one again because i'm gonna keep I'm going to keep drilling it in until y'all get it. He is love. How could one give a perfect love if they don't understand it, nor have witnessed and lived it with me, showing them? This is why your relationships with people boyfriend, girlfriend, family, friends, friends, people at work, school, people, co yeah, co-workers, school, all of that. That is why it is so important 
to understand and learn God's love, what that looks like, what that means, how that should feel. And I know with both you and I, from the conversations we have, the way that the Lord has been showing us what love should feel like, the way, and not even just in a fatherly love, but of where he's taking us in a, in a wife way way mother mother way the way he's showing us what love from our husband will look like be like and look like and feel like and i think that this god is is who he needs you to be in that moment i think that this is important to we don't have to give all the details but i think this is important Mm -hmm. to talk about because Mm -hmm. the fact that we took a step back to know God, mm-hmm. to understand what love is. Now we understand the posture, posture uh-huh. in which our husband is to meet us in. Now we understand the degree in which our husband is supposed to meet us in. Before I could, before I didn't really have standards because I didn't go to see what the standard was. My standard, oh. my standard was all over the place. You could meet me anywhere. You could do anything to me. You could talk to me any kind of way because I didn't have Ooh. the standard in which love was. I didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't know God in the form of love. But this season of my life, I have taken a tremendous step back from dating, from relationships, from friendships, anything so that and and not saying oh I'm better than nobody or not saying oh they don't deserve to be in my life but in terms of I need to go get complete first I need to go understand what love is first so that I can come to you as a better sister so I can come to you as a better friend so I can come to you as a better mate so I can come to you as a better person I gotta go get complete in God's love first so well I also wanted to talk about the witnessing part that that's a big one that's a big one it's a big one and and i feel like we we don't need to talk about it a whole lot right in this episode because i feel like we're gonna, that one needs to be spoken about in the marriage the family way. no family okay the family one because okay. of what because witnessing is what when you witness things that's what you grow accustomed to that's so good that is good so in the household you grew up in that's how you're going to learn what love is if if oh. it's not a god-centered household if you, if your dad if your father your literal father here on earth if he is not head of the household like the bible calls if he is not leading your mother and you guys into god into prayer into um making sure you guys are going to church and 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 helping you guys to stay in your work if he's not leading in that way how are you how are you going to know god's love like i was saying if um that's what if your father wasn't doing that you know household broken home whatever it was if you didn't see that Mm -hmm. how can you know what god's love is sure you have to have someone strong in their faith to lead in that way. Sure. Some people, it's their grandmothers. Yeah. That are the ones that are stepping up to the plate. 
and taking care of their lineage. That's true. How important is lineage to God? That he made all of Genesis, the first book of the Bible, how many different chapters were in there that it was like, this person is the father to this person and the father yep. to this person and the father to this person. And, and how many verses did that go on for? For one family lineage. Yeah. How, impo- like, how important was it to God that Lineage is actually mentioned a lot. A lot. In the Bible. A lot. And it started with Adam and Eve. Yeah. And I, I like that you said that um, witness is important. Yeah. Because you accept what you witness. And I grew up in a, like a broken household. I mm-hmm. grew too. up in a home where mom was the head of the household, yep. not dad. Um, we used to call my mom Dom. Dad, mom. That's good. I'm sorry. That I never heard. Of she used to good. sign our Christmas stuff and birthday stuff as Dawn. Wow, it's the truth. That's true. She was. So because I um, had an absent father in the household, mm-hmm. that was what I witnessed. So I assumed that love it looked can, absent. L- love looked absent. So when I would talk or communicate to guys, I think that them ghosting me was okay mm. ghosting me for two days and hitting me up out of the blue mm. oh that's okay they were just busy they were, they just, were just busy they were just busy they, they got know. lives too yeah or work school yeah or saying let's go on a date and then i'm all dressed up and ready and then them it ghost canceled me, canceled oh you know so, something came up so that was what i witnessed so that's what, what i become accustomed to to what love was right it wasn't until i got with god and he showed me, he gave me all the tea on what love was. So all now my standards is high. And I, there's nothing wrong with that. There, so people used to tell me ma- that I had yep. too high standards. Yep. I was like, too high a standard? Yep. How can one have too high a standard? Yeah. People, people would tell you that because they feel like you're su- supposed to accept what the world is doing, accept mm-hmm. what the world is accustomed to. And the truth is, mm-hmm. when you are in God, yeah, there's a standard in which you are to love and a standard in which you are to be loved. There's a standard. <laughs> there's a standard. There's a standard that you have to uphold. And I think that so many people downplay this standard. And like, and not only that, there's a lot of people who, myself included, and, I, and I, I'm sure this is kind of where you were going with it too, that with the household that we grew up in, right? Mm-hmm. I grew up in a Christian household. My grandmother led all five children. My mom, you know, we all went to church together every Sunday, like my whole family, like all my aunts and uncles. And then me and my sister, because at the time we were the only. Children. Children in the family. The grandkids in the family. And then when my cousins came, same thing. We were all going to church. Um, every Sunday we would meet and we'd go out to eat, you know, as you normally do. But I grew up in that household. I grew up. I was baptized really young. Mm-hmm. And my my grandfather was a pastor. My dad's dad had his own church and everything. And that was the first time I was six, give or take, I was six. Um, at his church where I gave my life to Jesus. And I think I was the only one that day. It was a smaller church, but um, like I grew up in that. That I, my standards were a Christian. 
yeah, Christian household, the way uh, the Lord intended it, the way that the Lord said X, Y, Z, you know, mm-hmm. that is what, and I'm not saying, you know, I, I'm not perfect. I know this. Mm-hmm. I've made mistakes. I've fallen. It's, it's life. I, I hate to say it, but it's life. Like the enemy tries to get you, but I will tell you. You know what I'm about to say. I don't know, but I was about to say that's why I need Jesus because I was about to pull up Romans eight twenty eight. Hey, you know that I be oh, I <laughs> I promise you since day one that we've known each other that that is, is her favorite Bible verse. Anytime she can reference it, y'all, she pulling it. I out. do. <laughs> I really do because at a young age, very very young age the enemy immediately started attacking me. You know, that is, not that I'm like saying that and it's hitting me in a different way because Holy Spirit is here. The Lord must have some big plan, plan for, for me you. that he tried to get me as At a baby. A young age. As a baby. At a young age. A literal baby in the womb still. He must have he knows what's on the way. <laughs> the, love, uh, mm. the love of God covers all. Amen. And I'm still here standing. Amen. And the Lord's still healing. He's still providing. He's still using you. Rebuke you, enemy. Amen. Anyway, we ain't going to give him the time and space. So, um, Do you want me to continue? Or did you want to yeah, speak because, on something? Um, we touched on witness. Touched on receiving. Yeah. So, um... So he asked me that question, and then immediately after he said, they can't. Because it's true, we can't. They need me in order to learn that type of love and then be able to demonstrate and walk in that. Which is what you were saying. First God, then then that. Mm-hmm. And then he said, and this is for everybody. Is this thing on? For sure, because I need Mike all of y'all. One, one two. two, one, two, hitting the one, the twos and threes. Um, I have commanded you all to love one another the way I love you. When I initially wrote this, I had to stop. I had to put my pen down because I'm still human. That is a hard thing to do. That, to have that sacrificial agape love, the Hebrew word for, for sacrificial love, to have that, and even to learn how to have that. Yeah. It's the learning process that's hard. It is. Because once you got it, you got it. Right. The learning and actually. It it is a. It's a dying to your old self. Mm. It is killing your flesh daily. It is picking up your cross daily. 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 You know what? Sometimes hourly. Yeah. 
Now, you sometimes, to because your every flesh, 30 minutes, your flesh is going to want to do what is contrary to the spirit, what it's comfortable with. If you were living in the world for so long, your flesh wants to go back to what it's comfortable with. So, for example, if we're, talk- if we're talking about love here, right? You're in a relationship. You got, you got baggage. Partners got baggage. Y'all are both bringing that in together. Mm-hmm. Your flesh, say you get in an argument, a, a little tiff, a little discussion <laughs> with each other. A little debunk. A little debunk. <laughs> and you're like, and you're just, you're saying things, and they're saying things. And let's say you or your partner mm-hmm. is somebody who used to. We'll say sleep around, for lack of a more appropriate term. (laughs) Who used to sleep around? Their flesh is going to want to do that. It's going to be like, hey, this this girl or guy, whatever your situation is, hey, this person is treating me like this. I don't, I don't deserve that. I don't deserve that. I don't deserve that. I'm gonna just go some. I'm, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna go to the bar. I'm gonna go somewhere. I'm gonna go to the bar and I'm gonna go dance. And I'm gonna drink. And I'm gonna get drunk. I'm gonna gonna smoke a little. Or do some other drug of your preference. You're choosing there. (laughs) And then you make a big mistake. Right. We're not going to say what it is because we all know what it is. You cheated. You then. (laughs) (laughs) You cheated. That's the word. That's the word. I know what the word is. I've been. I've. I've had. Hey. hey, I've been through it. I haven't done it, but I get you on that one. But um. <laughs> I threw her off. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so let's say that that happened. You know, now you have won, given the enemy's space in your relationship, mm-hmm. and not just in your relationship, but in you personally. You have now made it harder for yourself to seek the Lord because you just committed a sin. And you're going to feel that conviction. Mm-hmm. You are going to feel that conviction. You are. And oh lord. No, save it. He's telling me to save it. I'll save it for our spouse. Our spouse one. Okay, um, y'all. That's, that's what, you got to tune in for the rest of that. Yeah, because. Tune into the future conversation for the rest of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save that one. But, um. Yeah, I'm gonna have to, we're gonna be here from this a little bit because that's okay. We're gonna say that. This say is, that for yeah, this needs to be saved. This is um, but because but like you get what I'm saying. Like if you if you were to if you had you just created a whole other scenario where the enemy can chaotic. Use you. Yeah, yeah. Where the enemy can use you. Okay, yeah. Because 
I'm gonna tie it together. It for was y'all. a reason. It was a reason because you are allowing yourself to feel God's love and to receive it. Sure. Yes, you may have grown up in that. Yes, you may have seen your father or mother do that. Whoever, both, even maybe it's possible. The enemy has no ends. Um. But are you going to be the one who keeps cursing your lineage? Or are you, or are you going to be the one who is a generational curse breaker in your Ooh, family? that's good. That's good. You got to choose. Are, you, are the cycles going to end with you? Or are you just going to keep letting them continue through you? Mm-hmm. Because let's be real. You're not happy. You're not happy doing that. You're not satisfied. It, yeah, sure. It brings you like a temporary a temporary yeah temporary pleasure a temporary happiness temporary joy but that's what that's the whole enemy's scheme is to bring you temporary he can't give you an eternal so he's gonna give you a temporary Mm -hmm. so he said i have commanded you all to love one another the way i love you and i just want to say this because it kind of breaks my heart because I was one, I was one of those people mm-hmm. thinking I could love people to the fullest Enough extent to to fix them, to fix them, thinking I could fill mm-hmm. that void in them. Yeah, I didn't understand my place as a woman. Oh, I didn't understand my place as a woman, so I would go into these situationships. Let's call it what it is. I would go into these situationships thinking I could fill their longing, thinking that I could fill their void, and it wasn't. Till I understood and let God fill my void, my longing that I come to understand that there is no one mm. who can fill your longing, your desiring, yes. your hunger, your thirst that you so desperately crave, except God. We are designed to be in relation with our Creator. We're not designed without God. You. So when you try to live a life without God, yeah. relationships included, you go around. And you know the saying, hurt people, hurt Hurt people. people. You go around hurting people and people hurt you, vice versa, because we are living in a world where people don't want to live with God. And because we don't, people don't want to live with God, we can't come into completion with God's love to be able to spread perfect love unto others. You will never be satisfied with anything in your life if it ain't coming from God. Amen. You won't. That's why Jesus tells a Samaritan woman at the well, I am the living water. If you drink from this well, you will never thirst again. Oh. And she said, I, I want that oh. water. I want, I want that, that water. water. Because let's think about it. If we go into the context of this Samaritan woman at the well, she was married five times, mm-hmm. divorced four, because mm-hmm. fifth husband. But her husband and her, like, didn't mesh they didn't really know each other well and jesus called it out to her because he knows us he does and he was like i know this is what you go through at home and and also context wise she was walking they were walking a far distance to this well what a whole hot sun carrying this large amount of water the the old one yeah Yeah. so Mm -hmm. it's it's not like this was a short sweet trip so right. she's like, give me that water. Well, I ain't got to walk this far. I ain't got to come out in this heat. I ain't got to hold these jugs. Give me that water. And people fail to realize that 
you will never quench again if you take that water. I'm so bougie now with my options because I only need I, eternal yeah, water. I, I when yeah. I go into the store and I open the refrigerator and I see all these different types of water, I I I can't. I only want eternal water. This is just me giving you an analogy of mm-hmm. once your quen- your thirst is quenched through Jesus, yeah. you won't want other things. You won't want to be outside of the will of God. You won't want to live life not having the love of God in your life. Yeah. And also with that story too, remember how before Jesus got to the well, he said, I have to go here. I have to go to the well. Mm -hmm. But he didn't tell the 12 disciples why. Mm -hmm. He just said, I have to go here. Remember the disciples were kind of complaining about it? Where they were like, why? That's the complete opposite way. Because it was out of the route that they were supposed this, to be taking. Right? It was out to of the way. To get to the original. Mm-hmm. Jesus will, he will come, he will go through whatever he has to go through. To find the, you. To find you. He will go and leave the 99 to find his one sheep. <laughs> a screensaver. Oh, my, wa- my Apple Watch is a lamb. A little baby lamb and it's Jesus. The one. He will. And he does. He loves you so much that he will leave his herd and he will come and come find you. That is the kind of love that he has for us. He said, I love every single one of my creations, including. Yet so many of you are blinded to this. Blinded to my love. I want my children to love again. You cannot do it properly with fear. And then here's where it ties in to mm-hmm. why he really brought me to this chapter. Mm-hmm. First John chapter four. I'm trying to see it. Just- he said, I laid down my life for you at the cross. Love is an action. It is. I gave you. Keyword here is gave Gave. you the ultimate action ever to be done. Mm. And then this is what broke me. I'm going to start crying. You better start crying. I cry ugly all the time. (laughs) You and I always crying. Holy Spirit. He said, I gave you the ultimate action ever to be done. And then he said to me, Haley. <laughs> it still breaks me because the Lord will break your heart for what breaks his. He will. Especially when you ask for it. He will. So he said, I'm going to read it again. I gave you the ultimate action ever to be done. And then he said to me, and it was the way he said it too. I'm going to try and do it as best as I can. He said, is that not enough? Is that not enough? And then he said, why 
can't it be? And then he kept going and he said, The things I have seen my children go through for a lack of understanding in this breaks my heart. And like, I sit here and like, and I think about things I'm going through, especially like within love and stuff. And I will never fully understand to the degree, to the degree that the Lord did. I'm not God. I don't want to be God. <laughs> I don't want to be God, you know. But like, you strive to be like Him and walk as Him in Him and embody Him. And then, so after he said that, and remember, the first thing he started that with was, I laid my life down for you at the cross. He, so he said that, and after he said that, he brought me to read verses before all of that. And then I saw why God had just said that to me. Because he really did show us the ultimate way um, to love and how to love through his actions. There was, there was a submission that Jesus had, had to, to do know. to God. Jesus submitted to, to God. He did. Because Jesus was like, why, Father? Why have you forsaken me? Even Jesus felt it. Jesus went through every single emotion that we go through. Why have you? Why? 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 But nonetheless, let your will be done, Mikey. But he still submitted to the his will. plans to God. And still went through with being yelled at and cursed and whipped. And you know what's so powerful about the submission of Jesus? Is that that the fact that he had the power. Holy fire. He had the power to get himself off down that. Call angels down from heaven to get himself off that cross. They mocked him. So and said, and literally, if you're God, get yourself get down. Yourself down. Call, and he call said, and, and you know what though? God's response or Jesus' response was he was bougie. <laughs> if I know anything about Jesus, is that he he was gonna say something. And when he said something, he shut your mouth with the one thing he said. He didn't have to keep going. That was it. So when they had asked him to do that, I can't remember the exact words, but he was like, I could get myself down. I could call, how many angels did he say? 20, 26, some, some odd thousand angels. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll have to find the actual verse that he said. I can call this amount of angels down and get me off of this and heal myself and all mm-hmm. that. But I'm not doing it because this is for God's people. 
that's what I'm saying. To have that amount of power and still submit. That's the thing mm. about so many people is yeah. they get to these high places with this X, X, and X amount of power. Or and money. Money, whatever, whatever form of power, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like for people. Money, cars, clothes, fame, women, whatever form of power that people take on. They get to these high places and get this amount of power and they forget that they need to still submit everything under him just because you get more powerful that doesn't mean you should let up on your submission i realized that the higher i got the more i needed to submit Mm. the higher up i got the more discernment the more wisdom the more understanding the 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 increase whatever it was the more god took me higher Mm -hmm. the more i had to submit because i was at a higher level I, I need to submit in order to uh-huh. even progress in any way. Higher level, <laughs> higher levels, bigger demons. Yep, yep. That's why you have to submit more. The higher you go, the higher you go. You have to submit more. The higher you, you go gotta trust more. Them demons. You gotta have faith. The more. closer they see you getting to your destiny. The more they try to come at you. The more they try to come at you. But again, don't be fearful. And not only that, in the night. Yeah. Because you're you're asleep. Yeah. You're asleep. We were talking about this the other day. Yeah, we were. <laughs> but when you're asleep, you're at your, your, your most, most vulnerable, vulnerable state. So they'll come get you when you're in your sleep because that's when you're most vulnerable. That's why the Bible declares be sober, be alert, be awake. They try. they try, but my spirit, my connection to the to God's spirit within me, has saved me from the demonic. It is that's the only I've thing that's gonna save you. Sleep. That's the only thing that's I gonna can't save count you. How many times? The more I was walking with God, the worse things got. Right? Yeah. Until the enemy just realized that I'm still praising God through all of it. I'm still praying to god through all of it and trusting in him Amen. that i was like i mean you could try and throw anything my way Should've and you ain't up. gonna get me you ain't gonna get you me. can't have me you lost one you lost the big one bookie because we, we big we big bullet on god's side like so big <laughs> l's to you devil and big l's to you yeah so the enemy thought he had me this what <laughs> but jesus said you are mine you ain't never seen that tiktok i don't have tiktok remember oh yeah damn. <laughs> um sorry so, yeah so through jesus's actions of going to the cross and enduring everything that he went through he um he um he showed us through that ultimate action of how to how to look and i wrote on a side here because i didn't it didn't hit me till after and i like to reread yeah what it is with the lord and and sometimes i'll get some new things mm-hmm. that transaction is how you learn to have other transactions of love with other people that's why and that's another reason i know this is going to be a whole other topic but that's another reason i took a step back from dating 
because I didn't understand how to have that transaction of love. I didn't understand that in order to love somebody, they have to love you, you have to love them. But that comes from you having your personal relationship with God. So once I learned what love really was, like that changed literally the, the entire trajectory in which I was giving out and pouring out love to other people because I am now love. I'm, I'm, I'm my father's child. I am as my father is. And if he is the epitome of love, as am I. So now when I walk, when I talk, when I speak, I try my best to operate in the form of love. We're just two sisters in Christ having a conversation about love. Again, y'all, thank y'all for joining us on the KKWP podcast. We will be going live every Tuesday morning for Bible Talk Tuesday. And we will also be doing a new episode every Thursday. We are doing a five-week series about relationships. It will be me and my co-host, Haley P. So I look forward to you guys all joining us for the next few weeks as we talk about relationships. Thank y'all and have a good one. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah.